Greetings and salutations, one and all, and welcome back to Life is Trash. The only podcast on the internet apparently dedicated exclusively to anthropomorphic talking animals with erections. And sadly, that one is actually true. <clears throat> and as ever, we'll be taking a pretty chopping sideways look at the world of esoteric, obscure, and <laughs> right terrible popular culture. I'm your host, a lovely bit of Brie, Lawrence Tucker, and I'm joined as ever by my co-host and platonic life partner, stinking bishop, Johnny Owens. Hello, Johnny. Hey. Hey, it's Johnny, everyone. Oh, there hey. he is. Oh, how are you doing? How, how, how's, how's life in the distant past? Uh, <laughs> uh, we're coping. Yeah, we're coping all right down here, back tell, here. Tell you what, in like 24 um, years, when you hit 2020, you're in for some shit, mate. <laughs> What's happening? I can't spoil it. Anyway, <laughs> our guests returning once more to the grind for this episode are, as ever, entire wheel of Edam, Eddie McKenzie. Say hello, Eddie. <laughs> 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 I'm just enjoying my nickname too much. Okay. And Baby Bell, Rach Leonard. Yay! Or as the French would say, Rach. Clush the baby. Oh, are you flirting with me? <laughs> of course. <laughs> is that how you see? That's that how, how you, you see baby bell in French. Clush the baby. I feel like we might have we might have broken the ice already, but I have done some nice questions for oh. for, uh, for everyone just to just to re-break the ice. Uh, and given that we're mm -hmm. recording this not too far after Christmas, a couple of weeks after Christmas, uh, let's, let's keep, keep with a festive feel, shall we? Uh, Rach, did you have a nice Christmas? No. Okay. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it was fine. Yes, it was, it was nice. Great. Full stop. Well, now everyone knows it was nice. Johnny is the uh, token chosen person of this podcast. Did you have a lovely Hanukkah? Um, I don't observe it. Christmas was dreadful. We ate duck, which isn't kosher whatsoever. Um, then MF Doom died. So no. Okay. <laughs> and Eddie, did you, uh, did you manage to deliver all the presents to all the good little boys and girls before midnight? Well, I did my best, Lawrence, but I'm only one man. Couldn't be honest if I'm, uh, what? <laughs> Couldn't be <laughs> very honest. This is what I mean. Uh, I thought this year, fuck it. And I, if you'll pardon the pun, sacked it off. Oh, 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 oh. This, so that's one. That's I'll one, keep, Eddie. That's one. I'll, of them. I'll, I'll keep the. I'll get the tally going. Thanks, <laughs> But it's Christmas. It's not. It's well, two no. weeks. It's two weeks after Christmas. <laughs> what about my Christmas bonus? You legally now are dead to the world, Santa. So you can fuck off. So, uh, as as is entirely evident from the name and picture of this podcast, we will once again be reluctantly re-entering the glossy little flesh purse that is Moon Cursed, a dinosaur erotica book, what I found propping up the wobbly leg of a bargain bin. Uh, and we are heading on to chapter six, is it? Chapter six now, isn't it? Yep. So of course that means there are five chapters worth of of storied history that we are yet to explore, um, and I think it's Johnny's turn to recap what happened in chapter. We recorded quite some time ago, so <laughs> please, Johnny, tell us and me as well because I've forgotten what happened in chapter five. So um, Chris Daniels, our long-suffering protagonist, um, had. Discovered a corpse, so it sort of started with a recap of the previous chapter, which was really kind of weird. Um, discovered a corpse, bumped into Liam, uh, but then he fucked off, and then our bounty hunter, what, what was the German for it? Jaeger Munster? Jaegersucker. Jaegersucker. Hunter Searcher. Um, um, Eddie Van Morrison. Rach, what's uh, the French for it? Je ne sais pas. Uh, it's je ne sais pas, translates to hunter searcher in French. There we go. Lovely. Je ne sais pas, Eddie Van Morrison uh, turned up with this bandolier. Uh, <laughs> his Eddie Mandem, Edward Mandenauer. <laughs> Edward Mandenauer. <laughs> <laughs> Edward Mandenauer turned up with his bandolier, his guns, and his 
wads of cash that he in the wrong currency. Wrong <laughs> 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 fucking currency. Um, oh, and and he sounded sort of uncannily similar to um, Macho Man Randy Savage, the legend. That it's weird, legend that, is. isn't it? It's, it's very strange. It was a very <laughs> odd coincidence. Um, and then it was sort of in it that, uh, that he's, yeah, that he's a monster hunter. And it's hinted that he's going to hire Chris for something somewhere down the line. That's sort of what's suggested. But the really important thing is that they were having this conversation next to a corpse yes. the entire time. And as far as I can remember, that was about it, because it just ended very abruptly. That was a, a very, very succinct recap for you, Johnny. I'll give you a point for that. Well done. Thank you. I appreciate it. A couple more bits of admin, then. Um, mm. We have the Wheel of Voices, which is a, a list of voices which are randomised as a new character is entered into the, uh, the narrative which happens witheringly often. Um, we've got a little list of voices that we pair them up with. Sometimes they fit very well. Sometimes an old German man speaks like Macho Man Randy Savage. It's all part of the fun. <laughs> Join in! Um, <laughs> the last bit of admin is uh, the chapter title. Uh, Laurie Handlin, the authoress of Moon Cursed, does not provide chapter title, so we need one from our faithful... Crew, I think it's Eddie's turn. What would you like to call chapter six, Eddie? Ooh. Uh, put you on the spot. I the problem is you're preempting what is to come. So my tactic with these is always to match what the last chapter was as a sort of referential thing. <laughs> Do you remember what the so last I'm chapter was called? Say, um, no, mouth, I, I remember what South happened. Mouth, it. South mouth boogie. Oh, you see, you're talking about the previous. Mouth, mouth I see. Okay, you're not, because otherwise we're just going to be having like weird vagina-based ones forever. So yes, I, I like Eddie's one. Let's 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 move away from vaginas. They've had their day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've had enough fannies on this podcast. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm not touching so, that one. What should I'm... we go with? <laughs> that, <laughs> that joke's that joke's flying away in the ether, and I'm not even I'm not even <laughs> nudging it towards Johnny. <laughs> Let's go with um, uh, Wiener Schnitzel. Wiener Schnitzel from, I guess. Wiener Schnitzel. Thank you. Is Eddie going quite literally uh, in the in the diametric opposite direction to vaginas? There, then just going. Let's go for Willies. Yes. Uh, so I suppose that's everything out of the way that needs to be out of the way. We can uh, continue with chapter six of Moon Cursed. Wiener Schnitzel. I should put a little like musical sting in after that, shouldn't I? That'd be good. Oh. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take, but... take note of that, future Lawrence. That'll be good. <laughs> Chief Constable Alan Mack was the first to arrive, but he wasn't alone. Her mystery man, whose name she still did not know, appeared to have roused half the village, then sent them ahead without him. Some came in cars, some on foot, but come they did. Oh. <laughs> That's what you get for arousing half the village. Hey. Hey. Oh! And a crowd began to gather. Ah, oh, fuck, it's Alan Mack. What voice did Alan Mack have? Did anyone remember? Oh, <laughs> he was... Um... That's uh, Kai. Uh, <clears throat> Keep them back, Alan Mack shouted to the, uh, the other officers as they arrived. This is a crime scene. He shot Chris a quick, unreadable glance before he knelt beside the dead girl and checked for a pulse. Another one. Then he sighed, and his big head dipped, as opposed to his little head. Uh, <laughs> 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 he just fucking face plants into a motorboater. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've just got him at like pictured as a Funko Pop. Were you on duty when the other one was found? Chris asked. Yeah. Alan, Mack, 
Alan Mack's head came up so fast he must have gotten a crick in his neck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then he fell backwards. <laughs> Alan Mack's head came up so fast he must have gotten a crick in his neck since his hand went there and rubbed. He climbed to his feet. Where did you hear about the other? Uh, well, I... How was Chris supposed to explain that she'd learned the news from an ancient German who'd disappeared into the mist faster than the characters in a Stephen King novel? Laurie Hamlin! Who the fuck is Laurie to be throwing shade? The audacity! Uh, New York Times best-selling author, Laurie Hamlin. (laughs) (laughs) Is she... is it actually? That's what it says on the book. Yeah, That's we discussed legit. this before. You, up until this point, you have omitted... No, that's in the first no, no, This is a common fact on this podcast. Is it? Yeah. Uh, so I've went six episodes of this shit without realising that the, the New, York, New York Times best-selling, this isn't just some bullshit that you... Yeah, but a shitload of people oh. bought Twilight as well. Yeah, desperate women read these. I mean, gra- yeah, I mean, gra- but, don't they, Rach? But, but... <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, then the th- but then the thing is, as well, like I was under the impression this was like some proper like fan fiction, like ninety nine p Kindle bullshit. I but, bought this book uh, for because four pence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 her her taxes must be a nightmare. But um, I, the I, the price so, has no, shot back up um, now on Amazon. By the way, the price has gone back up to a full price book now. So because of this fucking so podcast, mate. probably probably because of yeah. us. Yeah. We'll so, sorry, you're the, welcome, the is... Lloyd Handlin. You're welcome. She's already emailed me thanks. Yeah. I, I think it was uh, an email that said thanks. I think she just rubbed her palm <laughs> across the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> And that's how she writes her books. Alan lowered his voice. That information has not been released. Uh Uh-oh. She was saved from answering when a boatload of police and techs arrived and began to set up a perimeter, pushing her out of it. Alan's attention was captured, but he pointed a large finger at her. His own, I presume. (laughs) (laughs) The dead (laughs) girl. And said... Did he go anywhere, you can? Uh, I uh, can, Chris muttered. Her, her gaze wandered over the crowd, searching for the man she'd met at Urquhart Castle, but he wasn't there. She almost asked Alan Mack where he'd gone, but she knew where that would end, with the beginnings of a headache when he insisted there was no such man. Although if that were the case, the constable wouldn't be here. Chris's mind whirled. This place was starting to get to her. And now she had an envelope of cash from a man who'd gone poof. (laughs) 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 After tasking her with gathering information on a monster, or perhaps a serial killer. Uh, One is both the same, she murmured, a saying of her brother's that had always confused her until just now. Because it's nonsense. Oh, you're so <laughs> fucking not, profound, Chris. It's not a, not a saying, <laughs> is it? It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's her brother no, simpleton. It's, it's, it's really not something that Laurie Hanley could like, just have claim that the Daniels family claim it as a proverb. Like It's on their, their gravestones like James Bond. What, what is it? Sorry, what's the, what's the saying? What's the One is both the same. Right, so it's basically just a much more confusing and grammatically incorrect way of saying one and the same. Same, same, but different. <laughs> same, 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 but the six and two threes, mate. <laughs> That's what you should have said. <laughs> or perhaps a serial killer. Six and two threes. <laughs> 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 saying which had always confused her until now. People came and went. In the States, she would have identified a coroner or medical examiner, crime scene techs, forensic experts. Hey, she watched SVU. 
But here she had no clue on procedure or the proper titles for the players involved. Players. <laughs> <laughs> A woman's died, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> She's such a sociopath. Maybe she did it. <laughs> I think she's too dumb. <laughs> Nothing's worse than a dumb sociopath. Exactly. <laughs> That's what my brother used to say. <laughs> <laughs> a saying which never said... made sense until now. <laughs> until now. Oh, I hate that you got there before me. <laughs> <laughs> Always do, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, Alan Max separated from the others, took her arm, and led her a few yards from the hubbub. The fog still floated atop the lock, obscuring the opposite shore, but the police lights illuminated the near side like the grand opening of a used car lot. <laughs> oh my god, that's bad. Um, oh, Johnny's exploding. <laughs> <laughs> Better a used car lot than a used harlot. <laughs> Isn't that right, Rach? The cons. <laughs> you are brave today. I'll, I'll edit that out. He, he You're going to be a bruised well. harlot. <laughs> oh. Oh. Wait, does that count as three? No, shut up, Johnny. No, I'll, I'll allow that one. That was good. Uh, like okay. That. Allow it, bruv. I will allow it, bruv. <laughs> I'll allow my no. road man. My road man. Yes. <laughs> Point for road man. Point for road man. Road man massive. Man's got bare uh. points, isn't it? The constable removed a small notebook from his... I could have swore that was going to say anus. Jacket. <laughs> and poised his pencil over a pristine white sheet. Um, what happened? Well, I was walking home from the pub. Which one? McLeod's. Alan's gaze lifted to hers. You found that already, did ye? Dougal invited me, he frowned. Dougal Scott. Is there more than one Dougal? Around here, aye. So ye had a date with Dougal, eh? No, Chris interrupted. I met him to talk about... She waved her hand at the now invisible lock. Ah, Alan nodded. He's a good one for that, but uh, he lets you walk home all alone. Let me, Chris bristled. I'm not a child. I'm a woman. <laughs> hmm. The sound made Chris bristle even more. But before she could say anything, Alan continued. How did ye end up down near the lock? I, she glanced in the direction and hesitated. Did ye see something? Chris gave a reluctant nod. What was it? A log. Getting up, she said firmly. <laughs> oh. I love the fact that uh, she hesitated when asked, "How did you get down to the lock?" Well, she doesn't want to say. I traipsed through a paddock in the middle of the night to a fucking officer <laughs> of the law. Does she? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm an unmedicated schizophrenic who had a psychotic episode and just managed to wander my way to the lock. I didn't kill her. <laughs> Hallucinated a German monster hunter. Hmm. He said again. The sound very Scottish and very male. Oh. <laughs> <Wow>. Sure. <laughs> Gloss over it. And then... I tripped over. She flipped her fingers at the dead girl, whom she could no longer see for all the people. <laughs> did, did, you, did, did you touch her? I... <laughs> oh, you dirty old man! No, it's not the doll where you touched her. <laughs> Was it here? <laughs> tell, tell, tell us where you touched her. <laughs> I fell on her, Chris said, and shivered with the memory. Then, uh, yes, I touched her to make sure she was dead. All right. Oh. And um, how long until the boy came? That's not going to hold up in court. <laughs> and that's a really weird phrasing as well. Like, anybody else would just be like, oh, I, I checked her pulse to see if she was alive, not to make sure she was dead. <laughs> I had to know for sure. <laughs> Remember and put two in the brain. All right. How long until the boy came by and you sent him to the village? 
I don't think he's a boy. He's probably older than you. The lad who came to find me was no more than 15. No, it was... She paused. This was what came from not insisting on a name. Now she didn't have one to give. The same man I saw at Urquhart Castle. The ghost. He wasn't a ghost, Chris snapped. I saw him tonight at McLeod's. Did anyone else? Wait. Oh. Wait, so the goat? Is this Liam that they're talking about? Is he only 15? Is she a pedophile? She's a nonce. <laughs> she a nonce? He's but a fool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think the implication is that Liam intercepted a 15-year-old boy and then sent him on an errand to... Ah, uh, okay. There is a lot going on in this book. Yes. Like, and and, we and are nothing all at the same yes, time. Yes, that's the thing. It's yeah. everything and nothing. Yeah. It's, it's so packed full of fuck all. <laughs> I think packed full of fuck all should be the new tagline for Life is Trash. <laughs> <laughs> It does what it says on the tin. He wasn't a ghost, Chris snapped. I saw him tonight at McLeod's. Did anyone else? Chris, uh, Chris scowls. I spoke with him right there next to the body and... Yes! He touched her too, she said triumphantly. Oh, sorry. He touched her too, she said. <laughs> there should be fingerprints. On a body? Fingerprint a body? <laughs> That's not... No, you, no, 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 you definitely... I'm no, not sure about that. I don't think you can. can you? No, that's, no, that's not how it works. Unless his hands were especially greasy. Oh, just big mm. hoof prints, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a smashed skull. <laughs> <laughs> and a trail of sugar cubes leading away. <laughs> Hmm, Alan murmured. If he kept that up, she might just smack him. That'd be a bad move, wouldn't it? Uh -huh. Ah, there we go. No, fair enough. Yeah. It's rare to get fingerprints off a neck. Crap, Chris muttered. I thought she watched SVU, whatever that is. Alan Mack's lips. What did they do? Who wants a point? Cuddled. None of you are correct. They curved. Ah. I said, oh, I said cuddled. Oh, <laughs> Alan Mack's lips curved. <laughs> So you, you got some real curvy lips there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Please so continue. You, you came down to the lock because you saw his smile widened. A log. And then you tripped over the body and the boy came by. Man, Chris corrected. <laughs> he's 15, love. He's not a man. <laughs> not a nun. The man from the castle. And he said he'd bring the authorities. Anything else? I cause she's a fucking nonce. <laughs> Chris paused. Should she tell Alan about Mandanawa or shouldn't she? Those are the two options. Her <laughs> no. hesitation was answer enough. You better spit it all, lass. Holding back information in a police matter is serious business. Why had she even been considering lying? Truth was her stock in trade. Getting to the truth was all she'd ever been good at. There was an old man. He said this was the second body. Alan's eyes widened. Tall, thin, white hair, blue eyes. Chris nodded and he sighed. German. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? These bloody tourists! I thought this would all be over after Brexit, but no, here we are. <laughs> Bloody crowds coming uh, over here, uh, killing our proud British girls and eating all our sausages up, don't they? Sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, sorry, right, so, 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 Eddie, Eddie Mandenauer's whatever. He's, he's a known person of interest in, uh, in this police matter. I mean, you would be if you were an immortal... Tall, thin, and German. Tall, thin, immortal German. You know him? Chris imagined Edward Mandenauer escaped often from the local loony bin. Full stop. <laughs> and if that was the case, come on, Laurie. They needed to do something about those guns. He's an American agent. Some sort of special forces operation? Though I've never been clear on what sort. 
Chris's brows lifted. Mandanauer had been telling the truth. Comes about now and again, checks in with us since he never goes anywhere without a gun. Alan's lips, what did they do? Purse. They couldn't have curved again, surely. <laughs> well, you don't know Laurie Handland. Um, quivered. They twitched. Oh! Checks in with us since he never goes anywhere without a gun. Alan's lips twitched. Or five. Except his lips now. Oh, Jesus Christ, he's obsessed. Oh. <sighs> You'll get it eventually, Eddie. A stopped clock is right every twice an hour. <laughs> no. Twice a day. What? <laughs> twice a day. <laughs> even more optimistic. No, they didn't pout. Rach, what did uh, his lips do? They, uh, they went... They did not. That's, that that's the Liam's lips. His like, lips yeah. tightened. He hasn't tightened. checked in lately. Ha Around tightened. what? He hasn't checked in lately. I, uh, I don't think he's staying. No? Has he said as much? Chris nodded, and oddly, Alan appeared to relax at the news. Someone called his name, and the constable raised a hand to them before returning his attention to her. Anything else? Though Edward hadn't said she needed to keep her relationship secret, Chris decided to. She wasn't supposed to be doing anything in Drumna Drocket but writing a children's book about the local lake monster. And wasn't that a bizarre combination? Children and monsters? Then again, maybe not. Well, that 15-year-old... She not had the well, fucking she's fairy tales and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who else oh. believed in them? Oh, sorry, who else believed in them? In monsters, children. Children believe in monsters, that's why. Do you get it? I get it. <laughs> Very good. If I think of something, I'll let you know, Chris said. I presume she means at all in any capacity. <laughs> I think he'll be safe even then. <laughs> Since that was true, the words came out sounding sincere. Since Alan was preoccupied, his gaze had gone past her to the thick grove of trees. He didn't notice Chris's tension at omitting the truth. To her, a lie of omission was still a lie, and she didn't like it. I oh, know, I get it. Move on. <laughs> you know where to find me? Alan inched past, but paused when Chris spoke. Is this murder? What? What a question. What? Yes, Chris. <laughs> what? No, she died of natural causes, this 23-year-old this... woman. <laughs> this is... Is this murder? His face gave away nothing. But she... <laughs> imagine that. She asked, is this murder? And he just goes... Ah. <laughs> <laughs> His face gave away nothing. Dead ahead. But she had the distinct impression he was annoyed. A drowning is usually an accident. Unless it wasn't. Yes, those are the two accidents. What a journalist she is. We'll have to wait and see. He walked away. She didn't like withholding information from the police. It made her uncomfortable. But if she was going to find out anything about who was perpetrating the Loch Ness hoax, she'd best keep her secrets a secret. If word got around, and it would in a place like this, that Chris was some kind of spy for an American agent, there was no telling what would happen. What the fuck happened in that last paragraph? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I better not tell anyone I'm working for an American German monster hunter who carries a gun everywhere, or no one's gonna talk to me about Nessie at all. <laughs> oh God! Perspective shift. Liam watched from the forest as Chris made her way to the lockside cottage. Cockside lotted. Cockside frottage. Um. <laughs> 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 this book does just sound fucking impossible to read. Like you just double, double it yet, back on words. A and hero you... could manage. <laughs> <laughs> this is oh. your Excalibur, mate. <laughs> this is my Nam. Um, <laughs> I think it's Liam talking here, so you'll have to bear with me if it's not. He's here. Alan Max strode into the cool, <laughs> mellow darkness of the trees. He was talking to her. Uh, there's lots of he's about right now. You'll have to be more specific. 
萬丹拉瓦。Liam tensed and narrowed his gaze on the crowd. Ah, didn't he see him? Gone well, now. The crowd. Uh, crowd. <laughs> <laughs> That's very offensive. <laughs> Gone now, but he could still be in Drumna Drocket. Where did he tell her? Alamac shrugged. Didn't seem like much, but with him, you never know. Liam relaxed just a little. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> He'll no doubt visit now and again until the day that he dies. And he <laughs> often talks to people. He often does much more than talk. Tis nothing new. Tis nothing new. These killings are... <laughs> you think Edward Mandenauer is drowning young gals? He's in lovely shape for an old, old man, but I doubt he's capable of that. He's in lovely shape. Lovely shape. Lovely shape. Oh, he's in lovely shape. So he's in lovely shape for an old man, but not love enough shape to be able to drown a human being. Exactly. <laughs> it's very he's strange. Fit, but not yeah. that hen. He's fit in it. <laughs> the wiry. <laughs> Alan didn't answer but continued to stare at Liam until Liam sighed and met with his eyes. You hank it with me? What the fuck? You hank it was me? <laughs> <laughs> was it? I have not drowned a maiden in years. Liam said dryly. Alan Max snorted. A rail of coke, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's got such a massive head. Like you'd tell me if you had. Side effects. The two of them pondered the crowds, the lights, and the tarp-covered body at the edge of the lock. We aren't going to be able to keep this quiet anymore, Alan Mack murmured. Liam didn't answer. He hadn't thought they'd be able to keep it quiet this long. Perspective shift. <laughs> oh, I'm like, I'm like, I'm liking this new element that you've added. Yeah, well, I mean, there's fucking tons of them. So. Chris returned to the cottage, hoping she could fall into bed and straight into sleep. Instead, as soon as she closed her eyes, she saw the face of the nameless dead girl. Still, Chris tossed and she turned and she tried for quite a while, but eventually she sat up and turned on the light. Where was her book? Chris padded into the living area, where her copy of Supernatural Secrets, always a good place to ferret out her next hoax, lay on the couch. She leaned over to pick it up, glancing through the window as she straightened. Someone stood near the water. Her heart leapt. The murderer, perhaps? How long until he headed for the cottage? Chris wished Edward had handed over one of his guns along with the money. As if she'd know what to do with a gun if she had one. <laughs> Sticking with the pointy end, mate. <laughs> Thanks for that <laughs> mini laugh there, Rach. Thank you for that. <laughs> As if she'd know what to do with a gun if she had one. Though how hard could it be? Long end pointed forward towards what you wanted to shoot, and then... Bang! She murmured. <laughs> still staring at the figure near the lock. So she's gotten up, become frightened by someone standing outside the window, and gone, bang. <laughs> Back in the bin with you. The moon shone down like the beam of an alien spacecraft. Why, if she were fanciful, she'd expect him to drift upwards, captured forever and gone. Instead, he bathed in light, as if the moon were water and he was parched. Fucking hell. Is he naked? She's really just all of a sudden gone, ah, oh, it's been a bit technical so far. Let's throw in some poetry. <laughs> it's shit. The sheen sparkled in his hair like dew. And suddenly she realised who it was, despite the chill and her bare feet. As Despite the chill and her bare feet, as well as the nighttime attire of t-shirt and flannel pyjama pants, Chris slipped out of the cottage and down to the lock. If he heard her coming, he gave no sign, continuing to stare into the water. The mist had disappeared as quickly as it had come, and the night was clear and cool. He wore the same thing he'd worn the first time she saw him. 
a pair of horseshoes, and that was it. (laughs) (laughs) Dark, dark jeans, dark, short-sleeved shirt. In this climate, he should be cold. She was, yet he stood there on the banks of Loch Ness, arms at his sides instead of wrapped around himself like hers were, wrapped around herself, not him. As if it was the first day of summer in the tropics and not the beginning of autumn in the highlands. Chris paused a few feet away, waiting for him to speak. You're all enthralled, aren't you? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm more, um, it's, it's more anticipation from it. Is there going to be some fucking? Who knows, Johnny? There might be. A... <laughs> That's a yes. Is that how you finish dates? <laughs> <laughs> Literally asking, is there going to be some fucking? And then to any response, going, (laughs) (laughs) that means yes. Johnny going to get his oats. Uh, (laughs) It's been fucking Uh, years, Lawrence. I can't even remember how my dates end anymore. (laughs) Neither can the women. It's all the chloroform. Um, Oh my god. Chris paused a few feet away, waiting for him to speak, to offer some sort of explanation, but he didn't. Eventually, she had to ask, Why did Alan Max say a boy had come to tell him about the dead girl? He breathed in and out a few times. Chris didn't like the hesitation. (laughs) Fuck's sake. (laughs) In her experience, hesitation meant lies. Of course, in her experience, a too quick answer meant the same. Hell, be honest, in her experience, damn near everything that came out of people's mouths was a lie. Bitch got issues. Well, that's very much the theme of the past 64 pages, yes? (laughs) (laughs) It's been 64 pages, fuck me. Uh, Why did Alan Max say a boy had come to learn about the dead girl? Um, I couldn't find them, he said at last. So I snatched a lad, (laughs) like a child catcher. (laughs) (laughs) I sent him one way and I went the other it sounded plausible enough, however. You have an answer for everything. Shouldn't I? He continued to stare at the lock as if transfixed. Alan Mack thinks I imagined you. Alan Mack hangs many hangs. Tez's job. Oh, he's a, he's a policeman. No, it's, yeah. he's not a professional imaginer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't story makers. <laughs> oh. Why is it that no one seems to know who you are? I couldn't see. Couldn't he? She mocked. Or wouldn't he? <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Kristen with the clap back. <laughs> Drag <laughs> that boy. <laughs> well, uh, the library yeah. is open. <laughs> Couldn't he? She mocked. Or wouldn't he? He took oh, another gosh. deep breath and let it out. My name's Liam Grant. She waited, but he said no more. That's it? You kiss me in the moonlight and all you tell me now is your name? What would you have me say? What would she have him say? She wanted to know both everything about him and nothing at all, like this podcast. Had men tell her things before, both lies and the truth, that she'd wished later they hadn't. Perhaps it was better to kiss, but never tell. You didn't come back. She hadn't meant to say that. She sounded like an abandoned girl, something she had once been, but had sworn never to be again. Oh, nice bit of exposition there. Oh, stop. Which might be why she had so few dates with even fewer friends. I'm sorry. Which might be why she had so few dates with even fewer friends. Okay. <laughs> if she didn't care, she couldn't hurt. <laughs> Very healthy. I'm here now. His voice low and soft, trilled along her skin like a gentle spring breeze, oh, yeah. raising goose flesh in its wake. Goose flesh? I'm so uncomfortable. What? That is how Americans yeah. say goosebumps, I think, is goose Yeah, flesh. yeah, goose flesh. She rubbed her hands together against her arms, but it didn't do any good. <laughs> but she just describes so many sort of like inhuman, like hand gestures and movements. It's just like, what, why? 
why would you write these down? No human being has ever done this. Drawn by that voice on the wind, the moon in his hair, and a promise of warmth, she stepped closer. Why are you here now? Do you expect me to say I came to kill you? Did you? He laughed, short and sharp. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for actually Lol. doing it. Oh my god. <laughs> then he spun, grabbing her shoulders, and she had no choice but to steady herself by reaching but, like, like a full 360, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking like a sort of Michael Jackson, like... <laughs> <laughs> Um, then he spun, grabbing her shoulders, but <laughs> she had no choice but to steady herself by reaching for him. Her hands landed on his hips. His blue eyes Ooh. caught the light from above and shone like molten silver if silver were blue. <laughs> is that, what? Is that actually a... No, I added what? the last bit to make it more... Did you add... <laughs> right, okay. You made Laurie Hanlon worse. <laughs> Somehow. That was, that was rough. If I'd wanted to kill you, he whispered. I'd have done it before then <laughs> tossed both you and the girl back to Nessie. She took a step forwards, surprising him. So his hands at her shoulders slid free, encircling her back and turning what had begun as imprisonment into an embrace. Then why yes. are you here? She repeated, every breath she took, brushing her breasts against no. her chest in a rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my god, I forgot about this line. I'm going to do it again. Right, I got caught, I got oh caught up on breasts, right? Don't we all? Then why are you here, she repeated. Every breath she took, brushing her breasts against his chest in a rhythm as old as the sea. Like We're really glad this is an official podcast. Rich, tangentially, I sort of understand what you're getting out there. But yeah. <laughs> without the logical leap, that was really fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, In the rhythm as old as... <laughs> titties as old as the sea. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He cursed in a language she didn't understand. Gaelic, most likely. A moon Gaelic, curse. Most likely. Sorry, I apologise. Um, yeah, he moon cursed in a language he didn't understand. <laughs> Gaelic, most likely. And then he was kissing her as if he'd been denied such things for longer than either of them had been alive. His well, mouth... did he kiss her as he was talking? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Half a pint of bitter still in his mouth. <laughs> and then he was kissing her as if he'd been denied such things for longer than either of them had been alive. His mouth was cool, a damp like <laughs> his mouth was cool, damp like the loch and the mist and the night. And her oh fanny. God. <laughs> I love a damp mouth. <laughs> she opened. Oh no. Oh no. Drinking what did him she in open? as <gasps> he had drunk in the bright and shiny moon. <laughs> his tongue, no. was, his tongue <laughs> was warm when it stroked hers, igniting <laughs> the heat she had craved. He so his mouth is cool, but his tongue is warm. Yeah. That's some weird, like. <clears throat> ah. It creates a very sort of strange, sensual experience. Oh, I don't like saying sensual. You're gonna be sick. No, it's sense. Sense. Oh, sounds like no. it. Thank you. Erotic. His tongue was warm when it stroked hers, igniting the heat that she had craved. He tasted of desire, a flavour like darkest chocolate. His hair was as smooth as satin sheets, and the way he smelled. He could be wearing a cologne called Wicked. Was there a cologne this Wicked? Lakes Africa. That's in the book. I didn't make that up. But, yeah. <laughs> Was there a cologne is... called Wicked is a line in the book. After. <laughs> she pressed against him. He was all sharp angles and sleek muscle. Oh, that sounds sexy. Oh. While she was just round and soft like a fucking marshmallow. What? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what? <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, there is a cologne called Wicked. Of course there is. It had to be. It's 130 quid. Um, <laughs> oh my god. I think 
We should chip in. Worth every and penny. We should, we should all get it collectively for the podcast. Can we crowdfund that? <laughs> <laughs> While she was just soft and round, that had always bothered her, being round instead of slim, soft instead of hard. Right now, she couldn't think why. Her mind spun away on sensation. His skin blessedly cool against her hot, hot hands. His mouth, so clever, a nip here, a caress there. Who would ever have believed that a bit of pain could bring so much pleasure, the entire BDSM community? His palm <laughs> at her waist, his thumb stroked her dummy. She... <laughs> Oh, that's, that's, that's the good shit. <laughs> oh. She arced, wishing he would lift that hand, that thumb, and he cupped her breast. The chill of his skin sifting through the cotton, making her nipple tighten even harder. No, I said nipple, that's not okay. Oh, no. Oh, I no. Oh, I coming, but I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Are you maybe getting a, a healthy dose of blue balls here, Eddie? I'll be honest. But... Jesus Christ! When he's it's just the... oh, oh, okay, no, never mind. That's pretty bad. Oh no, what? We're gonna go oh. back to nipple, uh, making her no. nipple tighten even harder. When he brushed the tingling bud, <laughs> no. Back and, no, back and forth, back and forth, <laughs> mimicking the motion with his tongue against the tip of hers. She love. Tingling bud. Tingling bud. Tingling bud. Anyone ever refer to their nipples as tingling buds? I'm, I'm only going to refer to mine as tingling buds from <laughs> okay. now on. <laughs> Fantastic. These are the tingling so buds. So uncomfortable. Cop a load of these tingling buds. <laughs> <laughs> Couple of tingling buddies. <laughs> Her hands in his hair clenched. She tilted his mouth just so. She'd forgotten where she was. She'd forgotten who she was. This man, Liam, had become the whole world. Something splashed in the lock. Close enough. That she felt shit. Close enough that. <laughs> <laughs> A horse pulls where he pleases, Eddie. Close enough that she felt a hint of spray. An instant later, they had both dropped their arms to their sides, disentangling their tongues and taken one giant step backwards. Chris was trembling <laughs> from the cold, the shock, the lust. She wasn't sure, maybe all three. What was that? She whispered. Sturgeon, he said quickly. It's unlikely to be her. <laughs> That's not her constituency. <laughs> oh, <done>. <laughs> <laughs> Flapping her way through the lock like a salmon. <laughs> She'd meant what was that in relation to the strange sense of need that seemed to overtake her whenever he came near. All she wanted to do was kiss him, touch him, and more. It's caught. It's... Uh, just... It's called sex, Johnny. They're going to have sex. But that's the thing. Why is she not... Don't I'm confuse not, the I'm... poor boy. <laughs> yeah, have you not heard that I'm an incel? I mean, you keep bringing it up. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All she wanted to do was kiss him, touch him, and more. She'd never been tempted by a stranger, seduced as if she had no will to resist a man whose name until only moments ago she'd not even known. The splash came again. Riffles spread towards the shore. That sounds pretty big, she said. They are, Liam frowned at the water. Big, bastards. They can grow to be 20 feet long. Some have been mistaken oh, for sharks. Or oh, lake monsters, she murmured. Aye. Do you believe in lake monsters? He glanced at her and his lips. <laughs> uh. Gorgeous, gorgeous, wet and clever. What? <laughs> they can't be all three. They are. Gorgeous, that's wet and clever. They can't be clever, full stop. I feel like that's a, an apt description of, uh, of this podcast. 
That's not a, that's not a verb you can apply to lips. Oh, they are. Clever lips. You ever heard that phrase? Clever no lips. wonder he's single. Have you, have you, ever, you never heard of clever? My brother used to say that all the time. I never, <laughs> understood, never understood it until now. But, uh, and that's called <laughs> callback. Thanks, Johnny. I know. Uh, his lips, gorgeous, wet and clever, quirked. I think they could exist. Quirked? Quirked. Quirk? How can your lips quirk? <laughs> Do you think Nessie exists? His smile faded and his deep blue gaze held hers. I'll not wait here. I've lived here all my life, Liam continued, and I have never once seen Nessie. Oh, I wonder why that is. Usually when someone said they wouldn't lie, it was right before they lied their butts off. Yet strangely, she believed him. You'd be one of the few in Dramna Drogid, she said. Or one of the few who admits it. Aye, he repeated. But she wasn't sure which part of her statement he was agreeing with. Reaching out, he tucked a stray strand of hair behind her ear. Best get inside before you freeze, Chris. Her name uttered in that low, sexy burr. Best get inside before you freeze in. <laughs> <laughs> you caught your toe. Her name uttered in that low, sexy Bill Burr made her shiver again. <laughs> and she lifted her hands to rub at her bare arms. Aren't you cold? No anymore. You could, she paused. Come in, sigh. Madam. <laughs> <laughs> he looked at the lock, a quick, sharp glance like he'd heard something, although she hadn't. I have to go, he turned away. Wait, Chris reached for his arm, but let her hand fall back to her side before she touched him. She'd never been clingy had learned long ago that clinging only made people run away faster. I oh, know, Chris, Jesus Christ, give it a fucking rest. <laughs> and she wasn't going to start now. <sighs> Liam turned with a lift of one dark brow, unibrow. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you live? She asked. What do you do? Do, he echoed. Was that expression too American? For a job, she clarified. Whatever <laughs> comes along. Before she could ask what that meant or point out that he hadn't answered either of her questions, he jogged down to the shore, disappearing into the sudden darkness caused by the fall of the moon. He's ruined the moment a bit, like, just going for a wee jog. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to get my steps in hen. Back up. <laughs> I've got to go for a gallop. <laughs> <laughs> A quick trot along the beach. The eastern sky had begun to lighten. She should really go inside. Instead, Chris stayed right where she was, hugging herself for warmth and watching the sun rise like a mental wood. <laughs> Why? You're fucking freezing! As it burst over the horizon, all red and orange and yellow. <laughs> Is that the actual? Yeah. That's not you, Adlerman. Oh, God. You've got as it, to be as it burst crazy. over the horizon, all red and orange and yellow. A distant splash echoed across the murky expanse of the loch. This one, <laughs> this one didn't sound anything like a sturgeon. Oh, that is the end of chapter six <gasps> Wiener oh! Schnitzel. Well, that was a, an uphill battle, wasn't it? My God. It, it, it's 20 to fucking 11. <laughs> We've been at this for bloody hours. I do have to say, I much preferred this episode than the last one. What if Liam was cupping her breasts while going, Oh, yeah! Uh, <laughs> uh, can I also... This, this, this is a Nipple! Of, uh... <laughs> Jingling butts! <laughs> uh, so, there we are. End of chapter six. Chapter six, in the sack. Tingling buds aflame. <sighs> Rach, let's go straight to you. What do you make of that chapter? You said you enjoyed it more than uh, Macho Man's Delight. I, I 
yes, so I did enjoy it more than my experience the last time, but uh, fuck, it's boring, isn't it? <laughs> you don't have to come back, Rach. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I mean, the book is, got, like, again, like last time, I, you know, I, I said I felt bad because Laurie Handler's a real person and a bit of empathy, but fucking Christ, it's just so bad. It's like, it's just so bad. I'm I'm enjoying the experience because I'm really lonely, but um, it's a uh, it's a fucking slog. Just they just stand and chat shit, and people have to explain. This is the you know it's like the issue is people have to mansplain to her because she's a dumb bitch. You know. <laughs> All right, she maybe just, maybe Rach is taking Johnny's incel mantle now as well. That's <laughs> they just have to explain shit to her and she goes, huh? And asks the same question again. Yeah. It's, it's certainly, um, yeah, she, I mean, we're only six chapters in. And I think at this point we've been told enough that some traumas happened in her, in her life previously uh, and she doesn't yeah. trust people. We fucking know. She doesn't believe yeah. in, there's two things about Laurie's character. She doesn't believe in ghosts and she doesn't trust people. You could literally have summed that up in, an opening paragraph and then just like yeah. let the character go but it, it's constantly being brought it's back like to that spoon feeding you like shoving it in your face but, no one uh, even yeah. no one's reading this book to hear about the plight of of uh, of chris daniels you know they want to see liam's big fat horse cock that's what they want that's what <laughs> I mean, we that's all what, want that's what i was promised that's why i keep coming back and it never never arises cool yeah. so let's let's Quickly, just give me a, a number out of ten. Ah, oh, jeez, a number. Fuck. Um, I don't know. Three. Three. Um, <laughs> best bit and worst bit. We need that as well. Oh, I. Uh, the the worst, the absolute worst bit was the the descriptions of the the buds. Was <laughs> oh my god! It's like is she is he tuning a radio? State? Oh, it's horrible. Um, the best bit was when it ended. No, um, the best bit was an Liam coming back. That was good. I enjoyed oh, an hearing bit that from voice. The book. There we go. Oh, okay. It's good. Yeah, no, I enjoyed like the the voice and Liam and that was that. All right, uh, Johnny, how did you find the chapter? What did you make of it? Uh, right, I am um, because I think we also discussed this in the last episode. Just how fucking frustrating it is that that. Laurie Hanlon would make her one female character and protagonist just in, intentionally would make them so fucking stupid. And the th- and I, I, yeah. I sort of realise now as well that the reason she's made her just like so mind-numbingly stupid is uh, it's a lazy way of getting exposition out. It's just so that people can just say stuff and it somehow and she thinks that's going to pass off as natural and it's and it doesn't. But yeah, so that's. Um, it's just it's just a big big old ton of fuck all though, isn't it? Like so much happens and just nothing occurs at the same time. It's just a so I'll just like that's that's all I've got, I really got to say on the on the matter with this. Um, but, right. out of ten, Johnny. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a sword. Can I, am I allowed to give half points? Can I give a two and a half? You can give anything you want. You can. It doesn't even have to be numbers. It matters so little. <laughs> He just wants it to end. That'll be a cat out of ten then. A K out of ten. Ket out of ten. Ket out of ten. The horse was so prominent in uh, this chapter. Okay, and your best bit and least best bit. Uh best bit. Mm, well the the worst bit is definitely the, the tingling buds. That was just very, very unpleasant. Um but then conversely. I'm finding myself really coming around to the way Laurie describes things because it's so fuck awful. Like it's so atrocious. Um, like it's childlike. Bad, bad, but in a sort of way that thinks it's really clever, which is quite yeah. fun to read. And this is this is the thing is I, I like right best bit was just the sunset or sunrise rather, just the description. Just red and orange and yellow and stuff. Like it's just warm. It, it's it is. It's like it, it was sunny. Because you, you you do get the distinct impression 
that at the end of each chapter, Laurie gets tired and just <laughs> out. Like she you, gives up by the end of each chapter. You don't have to do them in a wanny, Laurie. No, 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 no one taught. But but we're saying that like we're under the impression that somebody taught her how to write. Well, New York Times bestseller, Eddie Mandem. There he what, is. What? Here he is. Roman Bredrin. Tell me That's what me. you think. Tell me you tinker this chapter. Oh Lord. Um Wow. Um, it's definitely, I think, better somehow than the last one. More it wasn't things just a happened. German man speaking at her, so yes. Yeah. Like more more things, more ha- more happenings occurred. Um it was still a what an endorsement for the substantially <laughs> <laughs> more things. More you know, there was movement. Um, characters went from a place to another place. Ooh. Descriptions of colours? At least yes. three. I, I mean, I knew that this was going to be a diddly book, but I wasn't ready for the terrible teenage kerfuffle level of description. You wait till so... the penetration, Eddie, and then you'll fucking ah! see. <laughs> like, every description is so uncomfortable. It's as if she's, like just guessing how it, like... Uh, You're not wrong. Well, like I say, when it comes to the penetration... Um, Get out, my ears. <laughs> no, Lawrence, I'm Lawrence. penetrating your ears so, as well. Uh, <laughs> That's what I say at the end of my dates. Every <laughs> sentence that you just uttered there. <laughs> when, we come, row, when, when we come to the penetration. Yeah. Um, <laughs> going back to what Eddie was saying. When it comes uh, to that part of the book, it's so, it's literally exactly what my girlfriend and I said when we read it. it was like, has this woman ever had sex? And it's not like a little sort of fun, like, teehee, you know, uh, has, has she ever had sex? We genuinely were confused. <laughs> and we were looking at it going, the mechanics are not being described in any correct fashion here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's I, not even not even like she hasn't had sex. It's like she's not like we said earlier in control of a normal human body. <laughs> she's an alien, yeah. or like a oh. floating ball of energy that just like, boy, I wish I could touch a wang. You know, it's. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I now love this idea that like that you've just you just said there, Eddie. Positing the idea that she is in fact an alien. She's like a brain <laughs> in a jar somewhere. The, the, the first thing that this alien came across was a wang book. And it was like, <laughs> like, ah, this is what humans seem to consume for entertainment. I shall Human write one culture. In. <laughs> yeah. Was, it was an alien that gleaned like our sexual habits from one of those books. I will <laughs> assimilate. Tingling. (laughs) 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 So, Eddie, if you'd be so good as to give me a numerical rating between, I don't know, and whatever. Um, I've tended to be quite generous with this woman. Um, And, I mean, this chapter was all right. I'm going to give it a six. Wow, okay, high praise, high praise. I don't, I always feel bad giving anything like a bad review unless it's Johnny. (laughs) So, I like, I I need to, you know, counter my meanness to Johnny over the course of an episode by being nice to Laurie Handel, be nice to Johnny instead. Yeah, you know what's really, really fun? I don't know why I bother trying to pursue any sort of career at all. Hmm. With the news that I get. Wow, Johnny the Downer, guys. <laughs> God, comedian match. <laughs> Downer episode. Uh, <laughs> not for us, we're all in high spirits. Eddie, uh, best parts and not good parts. Uh, so, the not good parts, as my esteemed colleagues have Are said. We all going for tingling buds. It was so, uh, not even just tingling buds, like the whole, that whole, whole script, when every sentence was just the worst. Like, uh, Okay. Uh, <laughs> it puts you off. It would put you off, you okay. know? And the best bit? Um, I'm loving the new, um, 
uh, what's it called? Perspective change element of storytelling. <laughs> yeah. I like the new dynamic that's come into play. Okay, right. I want more of that. I want more like funky sound bites. Oh, I can edit them in, maybe. I don't know. Like if you if you do something, if if a, if a, if a literary device is used, I want you to announce it. I've literally been doing that the entire way through. She's only used one, and it's been perspective <laughs> shift. <laughs> perspective shift. She doesn't even use full stops half the time. So. <laughs> Halfway through a sentence, it's someone else. I am stunned. I, have... I am stunned. I've got to say that no one's favourite bit was Tiddy's as old as the sea because that caught oh, me. Yeah! I've read oh, that I before, mean... and that caught me oh, so hard I had to stop for a second. So. <laughs> that was really good, actually. It got old you so hard you had to stop. Yeah, it got me so hard. I just love <laughs> right sea hacks. The <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, why we're such good friends, Rach. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that was uh, that was. It was absolute <laughs> fucking nightmare we just recorded. And if anyone listened this far through it, then they deserve uh, not a monetary reward, but uh, you have our thanks. We can maybe get you a, a mm. can of bars cola. <laughs> maybe, or a tonic tea cake, yeah. <laughs> Depending yeah. on the results of our, our, our letters <laughs> that we'll send out. <laughs> and if you want to know what the fuck we're talking about, you'll have to watch our YouTube series, Let's Plays. Edited by Johnny, so they won't be out for a while. It's um, not gonna, yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> fucking ages, man. Um, but then we're gonna have lots. Lits. Anyway, yeah, that's that's gonna... that's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for appearing uh, on it. You're all very good sports, especially Johnny, who frankly took a pounding. So uh, <laughs> for the first time in three years, join us <laughs> next time to see if Chris Daniels finally. Oh god, I was going to say something really horrible. I can't say that. <laughs> I can't say finally takes one in the wrong end, can I? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. Keep it. Yeah, Stop. Yeah. Yeah. And find out if there's explicit descriptions of anal sex in next chapters. The back passage. Car crash. Start to finish. All right, cool. Goodbye. Everyone say goodbye. Bye. 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 Kristen Daniels made out with a horse dude She sucked on his horse tongue while his big horse hooves Fondled her body, tingled her buddies Join us next time, I swear it will be like this again Life is trash, the grimmest <laughs> podcast on the market Watch our sole female participant be dehumanised live in front of your eyes <laughs> It's fine, she says it's okay sometimes <laughs> This episode is sponsored by Rachel's Squishy Clan. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 <laughs>